All right, welcome to the Long Overdue Podcast. Today we are talking about travel, and we have Pat and Chris and Denise and myself, Dawn. And yay, I love to travel. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you have done a lot of traveling, haven't you? Some. Yes. Yeah. Like outside the United States and stuff too. Yeah. When I was growing up, we were constantly going somewhere. Like we would go to the lake to go fishing or we would go here and there. Usually it wasn't out of state Mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um we did take a few trips that were out of state. My grandfather took me and my sister to see um, Mount Rushmore. Wow. And then my Oh, that's family. right. It's not that far. Right. right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Growing up in Montana. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we went to Boise uh, with my family, kind okay. of a, before my sister moved out of the house, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, last family vacation. Um but I learned around that time that a lot of my friends had not even left that area, that mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is just strange to me. Yeah. So were, yeah. were you guys like that, Chris and Denise, where you didn't really travel? It's weird in the Metroplex because... There's a lot. Th- yeah. And you can go, like, you can drive like an hour or a couple hours and you know, go camping or you can drive somewhere else and go to the lake or, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff around, but I mean, I've been really traveling though. Well, that's what Dawn was just saying. She said she went to like the lake and stuff. Well, the lake was like four hours away. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't like we just went to places that were I grew up in Austin, so going to the lake was like over there. Yeah. You know. In Bridgeport, the lake is right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a little different. You know, like four, four hours away, okay. you know. Well, that's like, when I was a kid, one we kind of had our, this is where we go places. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like we didn't just go all over and explore, mm-hmm. really. But mm-hmm. we would go to San Antonio. I, I grew up in Austin, so we would go to San Antonio, go to the zoo and the park and things like that. Um, we would go to the Texas Gulf Coast, usually to Port Aransas. That was kind of the place my parents liked to go. And mm-hmm. um, we would fish... But off the, the pier, off the jetty, not, I mean, we, you didn't usually take a boat out. But mm-hmm. once in a while, somebody would go out. Like my dad would go out deep sea fishing, you know, for the day or something. But usually yeah. we were just fishing off the pier. Um, when I was a little bit older, we would go up to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Bull Shoals. Yeah, it sounds really awful, but it's not. It's a. It's right on a lake. It's where the White River um, comes in out of out of Missouri. So it's northern Arkansas, um, near the Missouri border. And we would we would take a day and go up to Silver Dollar City in Branson. Now that's known for so many other things, but a little kind of eighteen nineties mining town sort of amusement park is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would go up there, but those were kind of the places we went. Every once in a while, we'd venture out a little further, but I remember one trip when, when my older siblings were gone, but my little sister was, was still at home with me, too, and we took a couple of weeks, and we went to Colorado and then across Kansas, but that took a week, and then we ended up staying a week in Bull Shoals again. So, yeah, okay. we ventured a little bit out, but then came back. Um, so, so really, when I was middle school or so in high school, most of the trips we took at that point were to go visit my sister, who had married a person who was in the Air Force. So they oh. were traveling all over. So Mississippi, Florida, and then they went to Colorado, and then they went to Alaska. So I got to go to Alaska the summer before I started high school. So that was kind of the first time going really, really far. But so I was in third grade when we went to Alaska. Yeah, you were closer. Yes. Did you drive? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, we did up the Alaskan Highway. Yeah, my sister, my Dirt little road, sister, by the way, rode with my big sister. <laughs> they bought a motorhome. 
uh-huh. down here in Texas. Oh, yeah. When they were living in Anchorage. Uh-huh. So my little sister that summer, because she was out of school, took the trip back with my sister and her kids, and they drove the motorhome all the way up and then up the Alcan Highway. And my, my little sister still talks about that Joan Baez eight-track tape that they <laughs> listened to all the oh. time because they didn't have very many choices about what they were listening to. And nope. you can't get radio up there. For and us, and we, we were in a motorhome too, but it was uh, every time... We got up in the morning and got going Mm -hmm. on the road again. (laughs) (laughs) Every time somebody would start that song, it was so funny. (laughs) Yeah. So hmm. that's where I got my call name for the um, the CB. Oh yeah, yeah. You have a CB call name? I do. What's your CB call name, Dawn? (laughs) Well, share that on the air. I will. I was, you know, I was eight, so. we were driving along, and my grandfather was in the other motorhome, and he was trying to call me, and he so he called Rubber Ducky. Uh, and I did find out later that that's actually in one of the movies or on that song Convoy or uh-huh. something. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. in Convoy. It is. Yeah. I know that song, but I'm not going <laughs> to sing it like I usually would on the right? podcast. <laughs> wow. So anyway, yeah. CB called me. That's exciting. Right. <laughs> Who knew, right? right? Hmm. So, back to Chris and Denise. What <laughs> What were you saying, Chris, about the... We had talked about, like, traveling when you were... I don't know. I mean, when, we were, when I was a kid, we didn't... I mean, you know, in Texas, it's pretty big, so we didn't go out of state a lot. I mean, when We would go camping a lot. We'd go to, like, Mineral Wells or Possum Kingdom or hmm. Dinosaur Valley or, you know, something like that. But none of those are, you know... Super far away, like three hours yeah. tops. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. And, you know, we'd always go see my grandparents, which are down in College Station, which used to be like a five-hour drive when all the speed limits were still like 55 miles mm-hmm. an hour tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's kind of like traveling. I don't know. I mean, we definitely didn't just stay in our hometown all the time. And then I have a grandmother that lives in, uh, well, she lived in Illinois. She lives in Montana now, but... But, you know, sometimes we go and see see her and my mom's family up there, so. You so know. you've been to Montana? Mm-hmm. And tell me what part. I don't remember. What? Okay. It's been a really long time since I've been up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, That's okay. But, it's yes, scary. I've been. I've been. That's big as Texas. No. And it never felt like we just were, like, did traveling just because we traveled. You know, we always mm-hmm. went somewhere to see somebody or to do something. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what my kids grew up with is we didn't very often just take a vacation for fun. We took vacations to go visit family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah. And that's what we've done with our son. Um, but through that, because we have pretty much drive everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's probably been in half, at yeah. least half of the United States, half of the states in the United States. Hmm. Okay. Most of the Western states, and we've gone over south and up. So, yeah, it's very interesting mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he's so young and he's traveled so much. It's kind of cool. Hmm. And my husband, on the other hand, was more of the homebody. Mm-hmm. They grew up on a farm, and he did not travel. Um First time he ate at a fast food place, he was 16. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah, they just didn't eat out. We had fast food every Sunday after church when I was little bitty because it was my mom's day off. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were five kids, and, and after church we would go to the hamburger joint and, and have hamburgers, and my mom didn't have to cook or clean up. Nice, mm-hmm. yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. hmm. It's a different era, though. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so spring break is coming up. Yeah. Have a lot of have people y'all traveled? ever done spring break traveling? I try to avoid it myself. Mm-mm. Because Never. I, I, no, I hate so. the idea of being in the middle of a bunch of crazy people trying to get on a plane or getting on a beach or any of that. I just, 
I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we were young, or mm-hmm. when my son was young, my husband and I, we, we really don't like big crowds either. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would always go, because he wasn't in school, at non-peak right. times. Uh, and that was really cool because mm-hmm. everything is empty and it's awesome. Right. Um, but now that he's in school, we kind of have to take advantage of that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've recently started traveling overseas on spring break for the last three years. Mm. Okay. And it's been really cool. So it's been a, a organized trip. So so you go like with a tour company or something like that, or you organize the trip? You You put it together? I don't organize it. I would like to do one. But okay. uh, there is a lady at the school that my son attends, mm. and she organizes it. It's not through the school, okay. uh, but the school allows her to promote it, um, oh, okay. and the students get to um, participate. And any student who is eligible, you know, good grades, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. is eligible to go, and families. So, wow, yeah. And this last year, I think she was trying to get her uh, attendance mm-hmm. increased. And she's like, if you have friends or extended family, <laughs> invite them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's really cool because it, traveling to a foreign country is intimidating if you don't know right. the language. Right. And so it's nice to be with a big group. We mm-hmm. have a tour guide who takes us wherever and they mm-hmm. speak. English and you can learn a lot just talking with them about right. I don't want to say mundane things but those mm-hmm. everyday things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't normally learn about when you're yeah if you travel mm-hmm. someplace on your right. own right right so I've been on a couple of tour tours like tour company tours uh-huh. and and it seems like a lot of what they tell you is canned stuff you know, it's their, oh, this is what I say every time we come through here. And you don't really get to know personally anything about the people there. You mm-hmm. you get the the party line or the, you know, the, the legends or the, you know, that kind of stuff. And you don't really necessarily get to know the people there. Yes. But I'm an introvert, so I wouldn't get to know them anyway. So... Right. And see, in, <laughs> and in this situation, it's really kind of fun. We had... Um, our last tour guide, we, we went to London, and his name was Angus. He actually did not do this, but a couple times a year to mm-hmm. fill in. Um, I think he used to do it a little bit more oh, okay. when he was younger. But we found out throughout the tour that he was actually a performer, like a street performer. And it was really kind of cool. The kids pulled him mm. up on um, YouTube and could see oh him perform. And then we were at this one location and watching other street performers. We had a little bit of free time while we were we could shop and do different things in this one area. And there was a performer that he knew. Um, hmm. So they used to do stuff together. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, he said something about one of them would do the other's music or something. It was kind of cool. Wow. So it makes it a, a smaller world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 makes it fun. This is probably close to 20 years ago. I went to Germany and to Paris, and we were on the train, and we met these people from San Antonio. <laughs> and so it's it was kind of cool. Hmm. You end up seeing people in your yeah. own backyard pretty mm-hmm. much. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> across the world. Let's see. Two years ago, I guess, my my husband and my daughter and I went to New York because my son was in an acapella group that made it to the ICCA finals. Wow. And they were so they were going to be in this competition at the Beacon Theater on Broadway in New York. And we went up there and we were kind of hanging out cuz we, you know, we wanted to make sure we were there on time and, you know, all this kind of thing. So we were at a little a little cafe next door to the the theater. And we were sitting there, and these people came in and sat next to us, and we found out they were from Flower Mound. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they didn't know anybody in the competition. They just, the wife had decided she liked acapella music, and so oh. for her birthday or their anniversary or something, they'd gotten these two tickets to come to New York and go to this acapella finals. And it, so you do that all the time. Yeah. It's... You know, I know New York is not quite London, but, yeah, but still, but, 
people right next door to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it, which brings to mind when we were there, um, there was a group of I think it was choir kids that were staying there from um, South Dallas area. Hmm. I can't remember Oak exactly. Cliff or something. Maybe something, not that. Yeah, for some reason I'm thinking of a town with a C, but now I'm thinking hmm. maybe it was Oak Cliff because there's a C in that. There is. Anyway. Um, and a K. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool to. The world seems like it has shrunk mm-hmm. to me. When you travel, it used to be pack everything you need because there is, n- you're not going to find anything. I mean, we can't just stop at the store right. and get it. And right. now it's like, well, why do you need to pack that? Or if you forget it, there's a Walmart mm. in the States anyway. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating. I don't like it. I like having to pack and be prepared. Well, <laughs> and if if you're driving, that's that's all well and good. But if you're trying to fly, oh yeah, yeah, oh my goodness, you can't take this. You can't take that. Mm-hmm. That's true. You only have this much of that, yeah. and you have to put it in the right thing. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, yes. I can tell you, I I'm not. I've not. I don't fly enough to be willing to pay for TSA pre-check. Yes, but. Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough that set the last few times I've flown, I've just somehow randomly been assigned TSA pre-check. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! You don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to pull your laptop out. You don't have to to um, show them your bag with your liquids in it. It just all goes through the thing, and you walk through with your shoes on. And you know, as long as you don't set off the metal detector, you're fine. It's so much better than having to go through the regular line. But I don't know what I'm doing to make this happen, to trigger you get TSA pre-check. So I don't know how I'm doing it, so I don't know how to make sure it happens next time. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, and, we're and flying again, together, so I'm I not that you willing to pay. Well, no, I had it last time, but I don't know if I'll have it next right. time. I've had it sometimes and not sometimes. Well, so. and that happened to me. <laughs> we went uh, for Christmas up to um, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and um, I booked my family's flight and my parents mm-hmm. all together. Well, uh-huh. my sister was going to go with us, but she booked her separate. Uh huh. We somehow got TSA pre-check. I don't know if it was because Zach being mm-hmm. younger or if it was because my parents... I have no yeah. idea how we got that. But we went through, no problem. We are boarding the plane. Calling my sister, where are you? <laughs> Still in security. <laughs> because she didn't get it. She didn't so get it, So this happened, yeah. you and I are flying to Public Library Association Conference mm-hmm. next month. Yep. The last time I went to one of those, our, our former youth services librarian, we got our tickets separately. We were on the same flights, but we got our tickets separately. Uh-huh. I got TSA pre-check and she didn't. Oh. I, again, I don't know why. She doesn't have a criminal background. You know, it's not like, uh, so we, I don't know why. I don't yeah. know what the difference is. I don't know how to make it happen. Right. I have my theories. Yeah? Yeah. I have some theories too. I'm afraid to say them. Yeah. Because then they'll stop. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's see. This episode is going to air before we go on that flight and before you go on vacation. So that's right. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All I know is that the one and only time that I have flown, mm-hmm. I went with. Um, I went to PLA. It was a few oh, yeah. years ago in Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and myself and our previous director and one of our, the other employees here went, uh-huh. and. We went through the metal detector. None of us set it off, but one of us got a wand over and a pat down. Guess which one? It was you. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I only so, had that done once. So Thank I have goodness. my theories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Okay. Interesting. But, okay. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. But well, we went through. Zach and I did. And he got stopped because they saw something in his bag. He looked suspicious. Oh, doesn't he? <laughs> He's really tall for his age. How old is this person? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he looks really young, but he is giant. <laughs> He's so tall. 
but he had something in his bag. I don't remember what it was. Oh, no. On one of our trips, we were trying to come back, and one of the kids had put some a plastic knife in their oh. uh, carry-on bag, and they got stopped. Oh no! Yeah, hmm. it's kind of kind of crazy. My way back mm-hmm. from PLA, they had to take everything out of my carry-on because I had a pencil. A pencil. <laughs> Denise, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. you should know better. Wow, I bet wow. it had a sharp point. It hadn't been sharpened. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. It was, it was a non-sharpened, brand new pencil. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I my goodness. Slowly taken out an eye, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So what hmm. our first trip as a family to New York City was the summer my daughter graduated from high school and she was a theater major. So we had told her for a graduation present, we would take her to New York and go see two plays. Mm -hmm. And she got to pick one and we got to pick the other one. So we went up there, we flew up there, we saw Wicked, we saw Spam a lot. That was the one we chose. And, you know, we did some other things around town, of course. We were only there two or three days. And then we got ready to fly back and somehow, while we were there was when the shoe bomber happened. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so, suddenly, we're trying to get back on the plane, and all the rules have changed. So, oh. there's this can be in your carry-on, and this can't. And there were lots of things that had changed just in those, like, four days, three mm-hmm. or four days that we were there. And we had no idea, because we'd been on vacation. We weren't watching the news. We weren't paying attention to anything. Wow. That was very odd. We flew it one way, and we came back, and the rules were different. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. So, yeah. I never thought much about that. Yeah, that happened. I've only been on a plane one time when I was re- really little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I went to Illinois one time to see my grandmother. And ever since, you know, things got so crazy with mm-hmm. the airports and everything, mm-hmm. I've always thought, like, I just, I don't ever want to go through that. Is mm-hmm. it is it bad enough to just, like, that it, it would discourage people from traveling in the future. You know, no, I think I, I think, think it it's is. interesting. I I don't have a good answer for that because part of what has happened recently, more recently, is that airlines have started charging for a checked bag. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. most of the major airlines now charge you to check a bag. Mm-hmm. So when we went on vacation just recently, my husband and I carried everything on. We just packed everything in one small suitcase and a bag and a backpack, and we just carried it on. Now our two friends that we traveled with each checked a bag, and so of course their in-flight experience was different from ours because they only had one little thing to keep up with. But that we're not willing. We're I mean we're just cheap. We went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wanted to spend our money on vacation, not right. on a suitcase yeah. that should have been free anyway. Right. So I think things more like that are what keep people from flying. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little frustrating and it's a little inconvenient to try to make sure that, you know, all your liquids are in three ounces or less and you put them in your quart size Ziploc. And I can tell you that if you try to put them in a gallon size Ziploc because that's all you have, they are going to fuss at you because I did that once. <laughs> I didn't have a quart. Like who has a quart size Ziploc bag in you their house? I do box. now because, <laughs> yeah. But that time, all I had was a gallon size. So I thought, oh, fine. I'll put it in the gallon size. Well, I got fussed at. This is not a quart size Ziploc bag, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, it's not because I didn't have one. Because clearly, you can make better bombs with gallon size yeah. Ziploc bags than quart size. Gallon size Ziploc bags than quart size. I really want to see all the like the the logic behind all this. Well, you know, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but normal people don't know it. But but they do provide you say, with the zip, the quart size. They did. They did. Yes. They said, "Oh, you don't need this in your bag. You don't need this in your bag. Just keep that." Blah 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 put this in here here's a quart size bag but it was really frustrating yes i put my stuff in a bag you thought you were following the rules and it was just the wrong size bag yeah yeah let me just say chris that if you um check all that you don't have to follow those rules that's true if you check your bag you can put anything except you know chemicals and weapons and you know i mean you can take even weapons you can't take any of the fun stuff 
No weapons? Yeah. In your in your no check bag. S- no sword. So here's the thing. <laughs> on the plane at You all. can get on the TSA website, and it will give you a list of, can you take this? Yes, in your check bag. No, in your carry-on or whatever. Right, because right. I checked all that. And so, of course, now you know that you can carry your Harry Potter wand either in your checked bag or your carry-on. You may carry your lightsaber either in a checked bag or in a carry-on, but they make clear that they understand the technology does not exist to make a real lightsaber, (laughs) and if it did, that would only be allowed in your checked bag. That's what so? it says on the TSA website. They have a sense of humor. I was really pleased to see that. Yeah. That's funny. It is. Hilarious. I don't think flying is as big a deal as, I don't know. I guess because I would rather fly than stay home. <laughs> you know? Okay. I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to miss out because mm-hmm. I don't want to fly. Um. Because of the inconvenience of it all. Yes. Because this all sounds like a huge inconvenience. Well, I will say (laughs) that that there are airports and there are airports. Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, I think, does it pretty well because you've got different security checkpoints throughout. In Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. the airport up there has one giant cattle call warehouse security area oh. and then if you get past that uh-huh. then you distribute out to the terminals and go to your gates it's horrible and we almost missed a flight once it's probably like coming back with customs that. yeah it's a lot like that okay it's one big thing i mean there of course there are several lines but it's all there and there's hundreds and thousands of people trying to push their way through that. Mm -hmm. But at Dallas-Fort Worth, you know, first of all, you've got the multiple terminals, so you're not even in the same building with, you know, two-thirds of the people. Right. And then you've got multiple checkpoints across around the, the way. So, yeah, I mean, I'm willing to put up with it. It's not fun, but I'm willing to put up with it because I like to travel too. Yeah. I like the Minneapolis airport because I've never had to do that. Let me what just have say, you had to do? Actually, I've only had to do once because it's always been a connection for me. Oh, so you didn't even get the nope. route security there. I, okay. I get it's off. a great airport once you get past security. Yeah. Yeah. But gee whiz. Yeah. You feel like, honestly, you feel like you are in a cattle branding station you know you're just it's it's horrible so i don't think it's more horrible because of the time we almost missed our flight (laughs) (laughs) right definitely worse because of that yes and i've missed a lot of flights because of weather Mm. um we almost missed christmas that one i was not very happy about so we planned on flying back on christmas eve and then we would be there for Christmas the next morning. Mm-hmm. Well, there was snow and bad weather in our at our connection. So oh, I think it was like okay. at Salt Lake or mm-hmm. Minneapolis. I can't remember which mm-hmm. one. So we took a flight out the next morning, Christmas morning, and then we got to our connection, and then there were more delays. We did not get home until 5 o'clock on Christmas Day. Mm. And with a young child who was wanting Santa... <laughs> <laughs> And I was, yeah, I was not a happy camper. One thing for me when I travel is I get tired. Hmm. And that, by the end of the week, it's really, it's harder to... You know, I, it's it's interesting because I used to think that vacation was vacation, which meant you're relaxed and, you know, all that. But I've come to realize it, it depends on what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? You can go to the beach and just sit on the beach and be relaxed for five days. Or you go on a on a tour of wherever, and mm-hmm. you're going, 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 going for five days. Holy cow! You need at least a day after that to re- recover. Not to mention the jet lag if there's a time mm-hmm. difference. And so all this those is going to be interesting for me because I get back on Sunday and we leave again Wednesday. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm apologizing now for my behavior. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm glad we have that extra seat between us. Good grief. Wow. Uh, 
redo the the flight so you're in the front and I'm in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Or time to change those seats. (laughs) Or just take some headphones. Well, I did get noise canceling headphones for for Christmas. (laughs) I did. There you go. That's it. Don't plug them into anything. Just put just them put on. <laughs> the one time on the airplane that I think that I really just did not like it, I can't remember what the circumstances were, but Zach and I got the last two seats on that mm. plane that was right next to the bathroom. Ugh. <laughs> it was not. That's I horrible. Was, I did not yeah. like it. And we weren't in front of it. No. We were right next to it. So, yeah. I oh, was, boy. Glad to be off that flight. Uh-huh. But anyway, so where was your favorite place that you've gone? It's really hard to say because I've enjoyed most of the places I've been. Mm-hmm. But I, my very first real out of the country experience. So I, so I grew up in in Central Texas. So I went across the border into Mexico, but not. I didn't venture farther than the border town. I have never been any further into Mexico than, than Nuevo Laredo, really. I think that's the only one. Um, my sister, as part of her Air Force wife experience, um, lived in Ohio for a little while. And when we went up there, we took a trip up across Niagara Falls and into Canada. So I oh, took a yeah. little road trip up there. But never been off the continent until 1999 when I went on a two-week tour of the UK and Ireland with my mother-in-law. So this was kind of an interesting thing. Um, Long story behind it, but um, that was really great. I loved Ireland and Scotland. Um, There were parts of the UK that I really, really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Other parts were very crowded and, you know, not my favorites necessarily. Went on a choir tour to Italy. Oh. I, um, my husband and I sang with the Denton Bach Choir, mm-hmm. and they combined with the Arlington Master Chorale to take a, a week's trip to Italy, and we sang four or five different places around. Nice. We were based in Florence at one of the Medici villas, yeah. so that was kind of fun. Cool. And so we got to do a lot of sightseeing, but we also did four or five concerts. It was a Thanksgiving week, so we actually had Thanksgiving dinner at a hotel in Florence. And apparently the person who was putting the trip together had decided that they should try to give us an American Thanksgiving dinner experience, even though we were in Italy. Mm-hmm. And so it was very odd. So we had, you know, this turkey Florentine something something, and I don't even remember what all the sides were, but I remember the, the thing that the chef complained the most about was the pumpkin pie. Because he had this pumpkin, apparently. He got it from somewhere and just didn't know what to do with it and didn't believe that there was any way you could make a tasty dessert out of it. (laughs) So what he ended up doing was some kind of pumpkin mousse something something. And so it it was an Italian chef's... Actually, he was not Italian. He was in Italy, but he was Swiss or something. So... It was this <laughs> European <laughs> chef's version of what an American Thanksgiving dinner would taste like. Sounds like a disgruntled chef, it was, which could be well, a problem. He wasn't necessarily <laughs> disgruntled. He was he was just he was he was I think disappointed that we didn't come there and let him just do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Do what he does best. And it would have been fine with me if he had done what he wanted to do. But whoever was organizing the trip decided we should have a real American Thanksgiving, even though none of us were really missing it. That seems silly. It Mm -hmm. it did. did. So talking about the food in foreign countries, Uh last year we were in London and we were eating at this one place. (laughs) And they brought... The food, the appetizers were awesome, but they brought the food and, you know, there's a big group, so not everybody gets their food at the same time. And some of them were eating and they're like, ooh, yuck. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So anyway, I get mine and I taste it. Goat cheese. Mm. <laughs> Nobody ate. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> and we no. talked, it, it was a goat cheese tart. 
And I'm sure that oh it was wonderful to them, but it was not our palate, especially middle schoolers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. So, yeah. You it have sounds, to be careful. So sounds remember, amazing. Yeah. I remember right? this, this trip, this first trip with my They went to McDonald's later. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. To the UK and Ireland. Mm-hmm. And so it is not the most interesting food, really, you know? Uh-huh. And so we, by about the fifth day, we were all joking about the potatoes and peas because uh-huh. we got them every time. So I was thinking about that when I went um, two years ago, three years ago, somewhere in there, I went with a friend to... Um, Israel and Palestine, mm-hmm. and this was with a group from a from a seminary where she had graduated, and and she invited me to go along with with the group, and so the first day we arrived, we go to dinner, and there's hummus on the table, mm-hmm. and several people, oh, I love hummus, oh, this is so great. Next day, hummus, oh, I love hummus. By about the fourth day, hummus, <laughs> oh. Look, there's hummus again. Three meals a day, hummus wow. is on the table. Hmm. You know, and it's great the first six times, but wow, every meal there it was. It was really funny. Hmm. They kind of changed their tunes after that. Yeah. But it was, that was a very interesting trip because we did eat a lot of very unusual food, sorts of food that I don't eat on a regular basis. And you know, as part of the travel experience, I try to make sure that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I try everything. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily going to eat it all, what's given to me, but I will try everything. And I did. But we get off the plane last year and everybody went to a Tex Mex place. Oh my goodness. That's what we do every time we go travel. Really? Yeah. yeah like for the next four days, we go have Tex Mex. <laughs> Okay. So, hey, my husband and I went on a on a week's trip to Scotland, uh-huh. and so we had Scottish, you know, <laughs> Scottish yeah. food, which is like English food. Only you're northern, you're further north. You know, that's about it. So and when you got off the plane here, yeah, when we got I'm home, talking when we got to London, you're kidding? No, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Ugh, I thought you meant when they got home. No, oh, got over there. no, 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 no. Ugh. <laughs> Really? Yes. Oh, I would never eat Mexican food there. Yeah. I have a hard time thinking about eating like McDonald's or um, Burger King in a foreign country. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. But all the kids just gravitated toward it. And so it's like you have fun Mm -hmm. eating that. I'm going to go try something else. So So I will tell you that when I I went with... um, a group of high school students, my daughter and some other theater kids from a couple of other high schools, and one of the teachers from another school was kind of the trip leader. And um, while we went to Australia and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And when we got to New Zealand, her birthday came up. And she wanted, I think I talked about this when we were talking about food, I think. Um, she wanted Tex-Mex for her birthday. Yes. So we yeah. were in Auckland, New Zealand. And she decided we had to have Tex-Mex. So we were eating Tex-Mex in Auckland, New Zealand, which probably wasn't as bad as it would be in London. I don't know. Because at least they're farmers and ranchers. Yeah. I don't know. It was not not my favorite. I I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I thought it was kind of bland, actually. Yeah. All of that just sounds so odd to me. I'm going to travel to a different country. And Let me try to find something that's kind of close to the food yeah. that I eat yeah. every yeah. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh. ridiculous to me. I can understand coming back and being like, oh my gosh, I missed enchiladas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. As a, right. I've just spent a week eating yeah. different types of food. Yeah. Yeah. But going to a different country mm-hmm. to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to eat food from this country yeah i'm gonna go find tex-mex and then complain about it because you're gonna complain about it right (laughs) (laughs) it reminds me of my daughter went to college in um wausau wisconsin and 
the only Mexican food you could get there. There was one restaurant that was kind of pricey and not very good. And then there was Taco John's, which according to the three girls from Texas who were rooming together going to college up there was the most horrible <laughs> attempt at any kind of fast food, Mexican, anything you could you could get. It was horrible, horrible. And they warned all their friends not to go there. And <laughs> Taco John's in Wausau, Wisconsin. I, I think it's kind of a little regional chain. So throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota, I think you can get Taco John's. Well, but they, you they don't want to. In Montana, too. Oh, really? I okay. never went there, but my sister did. It's really interesting that I never went there. Hmm. Probably because it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was, yeah. We always there went to Taco go. Time. Taco Time. And I don't think we had a Taco Bell. Well, I'll tell you, we were excited in Austin when we got our first Taco Bell. Yeah. Because that meant we had a choice from hamburgers. Or hamburgers. Or hamburgers. <laughs> oh, look. We could have tacos <laughs> if we were doing fast food. <laughs> we didn't often do that, but we did sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. so there's a lot of family members that will not fly in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is the heights. Mm-hmm. They, they're afraid of heights. And so if they go anywhere, they're going to drive, but then they still have to watch their route mm-hmm. because if it's mm-hmm. in the mountains, there's still an issue with that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not just how high are you off the ground. It's how high is the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wrap your mind around that. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> okay. thinking about if you were going to travel and drive, which would mean pretty much the United States, mm-hmm. I would recommend going to Niagara Falls. That was really mm-hmm. cool. It's amazing to think that that much water moves and crashes over that every second. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like constantly. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? <laughs> fascinating to me anyway yeah um i really liked niagara falls Mm -hmm. um where would you suggest they go we're gonna try to sell we're gonna try to sell you yeah (laughs) i don't know colorado i think is is a well there are reasons it's laid back now but it's always (laughs) been kind of laid back (laughs) as a a destination and i and i think it's i mean there are places that are very pricey Mm -hmm. but there are places that aren't that are a little bit off the beaten path that are that are much more accessible for normal people Mm -hmm. um and and it's just really pretty um it's nice because jessica's family used to go there every year when they were kids Mm -hmm. and um, and her parents lived there for a while because they had always wanted to live there after vacationing there so much. Okay. So we, we've been up there several mm-hmm. times since we were married, and I like it. It's nice. Which mm-hmm. part? Florissant. Okay, hmm. which is near? It's like an hour away from Colorado Springs, I think. Okay, okay so the sou- southern mm-hmm. uh, area, I guess. Yeah. Well, I have some friends who have a timeshare in Avon, mm. which is not it maybe thirty minutes, maybe not even that far far from la la, far from Vale. Okay. It's near Vale, but it's not Vale. So, you know, and there's you know, hot springs and mountain climbing or hiking that you can do here and there and things like that. Um uh, flying into um, the Denver airport was very fascinating for me the very first time I flew in there mm-hmm. because Denver is flat mm-hmm. and the mountains are off to the west and it's just very, it was very odd for me. I thought they were like in the mountains, but they weren't. Hmm. They're just at a high elevation. Mm-hmm. Mile yeah. High Stadium, I know that. <laughs> 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 Huh. Yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know. That's good. Yeah. I've been to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Do you my have first cheese? time to Wisconsin? I got cheese. Yeah, my first trip to Wisconsin was the summer of nineteen eighty, which was when we had a horrible, horrible drought here and the temperatures were in the hundred and teens mm-hmm. for days and days and days. So everything here was brown and dead. And really hot. Mm-hmm. 
So August, we drive up there because my, my husband, my then fiance's sister was getting married in Wisconsin. We drive up there, everything's green and lush and it's 60 degrees and it's like, man, this is paradise compared to where I live. But, you know, then you have to think about the six months of winter and... <laughs> What's wrong with that? Awful. <laughs> cold. The Awful. snow and ice that you have to climb your way out of every day to function or you have, you know, that winter syndrome where you where you can't see the sun and So let me just say that doesn't happen for six months. You're not buried for six months that you can't get out. <laughs> that may yeah. end up being like a month, a full month. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll feel like that's six still, months. That's still a long time. <laughs> <laughs> only a month. That's only a that month. You can't Go anywhere, do anything, or see the sun. That all, all right. sounds great to me. See, the thing of it is, when you're up there, you you get you deal. You with don't it. just sit and do nothing. So, I mean, right. you you function with it. So, but it's a but it's a real phenomenon. I mean, oh it yes, happens the, to people. The um, the mental. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get any vitamin D because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're all covered in. Um, Snow pants and snow jackets and boots and hats yeah. and gloves and scarves and and so you get really sad. Mm-hmm. 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 You do. Yeah. I just I'm like. It's actually it contributes to depression and. I would like to try it. Sad <laughs> is what they call <laughs> it. See how long I can last. <laughs> right. I don't remember what the A is. It's a seasonal something disorder. Seasonal Effective. Yeah. Something. Because yeah, it's seasonal it's sad. 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 Yeah. 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 So. But if you're out skiing and, you know, uh, snowmobiling and, you know, enjoying it, you're going to be getting sun. It's when you stay in the house the whole time. and So it doesn't have anything to do with there being cloud cover. It has to do with staying in the house all the time. Probably, because it's not necessarily out cloudy all the time. Right. It can be darn cold and the sun Mm -hmm. is shining. Mm -hmm. (laughs) should try it, Chris. I'm going to try it. So we just went on a trip to Orlando mm-hmm. and and went to Universal Studios. We did not go to Disney just because we decided we weren't going to spend that money to do that. We were going to go to Universal. And then we went to the Kennedy Space Center. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. We'd, I'd, we've been to Disney a couple of times with our kids when they were, when they were younger. Um, but we'd never been to Universal at all. And we really were going to Harry Potter World. That's where we were really going. But we we ended up spending a day kind of going to, around to the other Universal things. And, and that was really fun. Um, going to the Kennedy Space Center was really awe-inspiring. It was, it was pretty amazing. Um, because a lot of what you find out there is how incredible the, the space program is. And what they did with so few resources, I mean, I know they've spent billions of dollars on things, but but to think about the kind of computing power they had for the Apollo missions and, you know, those kinds of things, and you, you get to see that up close, and you can actually sit in models of different kinds of, of space, spacecraft. So, like the original Mercury, the one-person things, I got in this thing and sat the way I was supposed to be, and I couldn't put my head down back flat. Like, I was too tall. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. And the Gemini craft, my husband and I got in there together, sitting in the little seats, and it was like, I don't, I don't know how you function in this, even for just a few hours, because you're crunched in, and the, pan, the you know, control panel's right there, and there's nothing else around you, and... To think that you are just, you know, rocking through space going in going a space. Out. That's when they it's, have their uniform thing yeah, with that suit yeah, on, too, that's right? That's right. That's so they're right. All we were, huge this, with that. we were, it was a nice day and we were in our shirt sleeves. So, yeah. Wow. That would be to, but anyway, that was, that was really cool. And mm-hmm. that's, that's certainly accessible by, by car because mm-hmm. we've done that. 
we didn't do it this time, but we did the last time we went there. We drove there. So there's a couple places. And here in Texas, we mm-hmm. just, you know, went to Padre Island last week. I would never go there in the month of March. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever anywhere near the Gulf Coast of Texas in the month of March. Mm-hmm. Any beach? Because of spring break. Yep. Never. Mm-hmm. We went down there a few years ago. My parents go down to Port Mansfield, um, which there's nothing there. Nothing. <laughs> but they go out fishing. They know okay. people that, you know, snowbirds that go down there. My parents, that's what they do is come down in the winter. So they decided that they were going to take us to South Padre. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we started across the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's like, Mm-mm. I don't think this is a good idea. How, so, how soon can we turn around and go yeah, back? Yeah, and that's what we did. We got yeah. across. We turned around and came back and spent the day in that town that was there. Port Isabel. Yes. And yeah. that was really cool, um, mm-hmm. some of the things that they had around there. But, yeah, we yeah. didn't get on the island. So. Mm-hmm. so I got to go on a cruise once. Mm-hmm. You ever done a cruise? Just once. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, this was over Christmas. Okay. So we left on Christmas Eve. And then we're out for a week. And that was really interesting. Just the, the whole mentality of, of you're on the ship and people take care of you all the time. And then you get off and then you get back on. And mm. it was a little, a little scary for me getting off, mm-hmm. knowing that I had this much time and I had to be back or they would go off and leave me. Yeah. And it's a very different thing. I, these bus tours I've done before... They, it's the same thing, but it's not like you are stranded in a foreign country mm-hmm. if they go off and leave you. you. I mean, you are, but it's the same country you were in yesterday and the same country that your bus is still in, okay. you know? Yeah. So it's not like you're left on an island and they've gone to the next island. And so that was a little bit, just for me, it was a little nerve wracking. Like mm-hmm. the whole time we were off the ship, I was checking the time and okay, how far have we been? And when do we have to head back and all this, it, even yeah. and whatever we were doing, that's, it was a little nerve wracking. So um, that was kind of weird. Well, we took a cruise to Alaska. Oh, I want to do that sometime. Well, I don't think we would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was, oh, it was beautiful the day we left. We did, we left out of Seattle mm-hmm. and it was a seven day. We went up and came back and, um, those are hard to find. The ones that leave from the Seattle area and oh, okay. come back. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like a one way up and or a one way oh. back. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so it was my uh, my parents and me and my husband and my, uh, I guess Zach, it, he was maybe about 10 at that okay. time. So it's been about four years ago. And like I said, it was beautiful when we left. And then you get out to sea and it was cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was really cold. And then, so you're stuck inside and trying to find things to do. And we were um, on a Norwegian, okay. which I really loved. I mean, there was a lot of things that I really liked about it. But um, it, it wasn't great for kids. Mm-hmm. And my husband is just not the kind of person to sit around, especially mm-hmm. for a week. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he really cared for it okay. so much. When we got off and did our excursions, those uh-huh. were awesome. Because mm-hmm. we went zip lining for the first time wow. through the trees and all that. That was really cool. And then another one, we went through a mine mm. uh, and learned a little bit about the, the town. And then what did we do on the last one? I can't remember what we did on the last one, but I did really enjoy mm-hmm. The excursions a lot more probably. Some of the the um, the things the um, shows on the cruise were mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, they had mm-hmm. a the Four Seasons tribute. Oh, wow! My son fell in love with the Four Seasons. Oh my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> yes, and so um, oh what a night! <laughs> yeah. He came home and was just like all about that. And and it was awesome because, you know, that he fell yeah. in love with mm-hmm. it. And so the shows were really good. Hmm. Um, but they, you know, they weren't constant. Mm-hmm. And then they had like some bowling and an arcade and, and that. But every time we went down there, um, they were busy mm-hmm. or they were closed. Mm-hmm. The rock climbing was closed a lot of times because it was windy. Oh, right. So there oh, was wow. a lot of things we just couldn't do. You couldn't go swimming. Right. <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, mm. so that's why. I mean, you have to be prepared okay, for yeah. for an Alaskan cruise when yeah. you go. But and maybe a different uh, cruise line would be okay. Better. Well, we were on Royal Caribbean, and that's my okay. mother-in-law likes to go on cruises, mm-hmm. and so she was one of their gold whatever blah 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 members. So you know, we got to skip the long line to get in, and she got cocktails with the captain or whatever a couple of times and took one of us with her and so that was kind of fun but I think the best part of that whole trip well there were two best parts (laughs) one best part was on Christmas Eve we we must have left before Christmas Eve because on Christmas Eve day we were in Jamaica Mm -hmm. and we went to the beach and we were sitting on the beach in Jamaica on Christmas Eve. Cool. And it was snowing here. There was ice and snow here that year for Christmas Eve. So okay. that was pretty fun to find that out when we got back. Yeah. But the other really cool part was my son was 14 or 15. And he discovered that when you went to dinner and you ordered your appetizer and your entree and your dessert, you were not limited to one of each. Oh. Yeah. So after the first day, he learned this. So here's this growing boy, uh-huh. two appetizers, three entrees, and one of each dessert. <laughs> and he ate them all probably. Oh, my goodness. Plus the leftovers from all of us, right, who had ordered one of each. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a really good time on the cruise. <laughs> Once he discovered you are not limited to one of each yeah. at your meal. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. (laughs) Well, and they always talk about the food on a cruise, but my husband got on there and he couldn't find a thing to eat. (gasps) Oh, no. I mean, for like the first two days, he really struggled with finding something that he wanted to eat or was, yeah, was good or whatever. So once he figured it out, Mm -hmm. it was, it was okay, but... Hmm. Those first couple of days were mm-hmm. a little. Well, we ended up buying a Royal Caribbean cookbook. Oh, yeah, nice. and it had a few of the entrees and several of the desserts and different things that we had mm-hmm. tried while we were there, and so that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I collect cookbooks. I don't cook that much, but I collect cookbooks. I was going to say, have you made any of those? Um, since you've actually, been back? I have. Yeah, I've I've made couple of the desserts and a couple of the appetizers i don't think i've done any of the entrees Mm -hmm. but yeah i have i actually have (laughs) i even know where that cookbook is (laughs) because we got our steward and our waiter to sign it for us too so that was kind of fun yeah one of the best parts of our cruise was um the guy who took care of our room hmm he was did they do towel folding well they did the towel folding yes but he was just the nicest mm. and would take care of anything we needed. Oh, wow. And yeah, highly recommended him. I don't know if they're all that way or not, but my yeah. parents um, were with us and they were in a different area and they said that their person was not mm. not as good as ours. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, just reminded me of something completely different from what we're talking about Mm -hmm. but the same trip where I went with my friend to Israel and Palestine and we did the tour there we went three or four days ahead and went to England on our way because we had to fly into London and then on to Tel Aviv to to do this trip so we flew into London three or four days ahead and decided that we were going to tour around. And she's a pastor, so she wanted to visit several cathedrals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I said, so I, I really want to go to Stonehenge. I've been there mm-hmm. once before, but I'd really like to go there and just kind of have the opportunity to ponder the universe. You yeah. Know, there at Stonehenge. And, so, and maybe find that time-traveling loophole. <laughs> well, you know, there might be something to that. But I do know, I knew that I couldn't go in the middle of Stonehenge. That was not allowed. I knew that. Um, but we got there, and she had, she has traveled a lot just on her own, and she was kind of the per. she has a large extended family, and they used to do family trips every year and wherever around the world. And she was kind of the person who planned these trips. So she decided... We would just rent a car and drive ourselves around wherever we wanted to go. And 
It had been several years since she drove on the left side of the road. Oh. So it was a little nerve-wracking, mm-hmm. I will just say. And we we kind of missed our turns a couple of times. I mean, there were we didn't get lost, but we missed the roads we should have taken a couple of times and ended up on a slightly smaller road than we really wanted to be on going to the first place. And um, she hit a pothole, and we got a flat tire. This was on New Year's Day. Okay. So we're in the south of England, not near a town. We have a flat tire on a rental car. But fortunately, her phone worked, so she wasn't, we weren't just completely without anything. Mm -hmm. So she was able to call the rental place and, and have somebody come out, and they were able to fix our tire. But while we were waiting, we had to pull off on the side road. We ended up blocking someone's driveway, but they weren't going anywhere, fortunately. But this lovely young lady comes walking out of this house, out to the driveway, comes out and says, would you like to come in for tea? <laughs> I mean, we said no, because we, we thought this tow truck person would be there soon. And so we said no. But it was just so nice that she did that. But anyway, the whole time we were driving, I was in the left seat, the left-hand seat, watching the line that wasn't exactly <laughs> where I thought it was supposed to be, the way where we should have been in the lane. So it was a little nerve-wracking doing that. And she didn't get better over the next few days. But, <laughs> but we did get where we needed to go here and there and here and there. Um, we missed a few turns on the roundabouts here and there, but... That was very interesting. So, yeah. Tow trucks. Very nice tow truck driver, too. I mean, he didn't tow us anywhere. He, he fixed our tire, gave us a, a re- replacement. See, those are the experiences that you'll mm-hmm. last for a lifetime. Never forget. Right? Jane can't drive on the left side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> huh. Yes. That sounds fun, too. It was fun. <laughs> But I didn't want to try it. I would have gone in for tea. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I would have been like, all right, but I need to like be able to see out here. <laughs> well, okay, I'll I'll fess up that she had a big dog, and I'm not a fan of big dogs. Oh. So yeah, I mean, I unless it's my big dog. For tea. I'd have been like, you definitely would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd have been like, can I sit outside with your dog and a cup of tea? <laughs> Well, now when they do tea, we we had a high tea mm-hmm. over there, and it was a meal. Oh yeah, <laughs> with all the sandwiches with the crust cut off, <laughs> and, you know the cucumber sandwiches, and uh, I don't know what else they had. They were really good, and it was so cool. we went to my my brother lives just outside of Boise, mm-hmm. and my nephew. This was several years ago. Got married in the summer. And we went up there and then stayed a few days after that. And my brother and his wife and some other friends of theirs, and we took a trip up Puget Sound yeah, yeah. to Vancouver. Okay. And we ended up there on Canada Day, July 1st. That was kind of fun. Uh-huh. But we went to a hotel when we were there, and I can't remember the name of the hotel. It's a really fancy hotel in Vancouver and had high tea. Okay. And that was really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. It was a whole meal. Yeah, and just then, a little bit at a time. <laughs> yeah, with tea. <laughs> and we had dinner plans after. And it's like <laughs> you're supposed to eat all this stuff at four o'clock and then eat at six. But it's no, like, you don't. But that's not what they do. They eat at nine. Dinner's yeah, at nine. and that's where we messed so, up. Yeah, <laughs> but that night actually, I think was the goat tart night. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so, out well and all the kids ate mcdonald's later probably at nine o'clock yeah 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 Yeah. so when my mother-in-law and i went on that first trip the the first place we we went to london and then we were there a couple of days and did some sightseeing and just had some free time Mm -hmm. and we went to kensington palace yeah and had high tea there oh yeah that was really fun yeah in the orangery Wow. Yeah, which just means there's windows everywhere. It's, it's the greenhouse. <laughs> but okay. Where they would 
in years past would have been growing their orange trees oh, and wow. citrus all year round. Wow. But yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, I always, you know, we went through the different palaces and it's like, I kind of wish that we could have gone through where they live, the residents. You yeah, know? well. It's like, how do they, I mean, these are all like ancient. How yeah. do they live? I mean, how, you know, what modern convenience, I mean, obviously they have modern conveniences. <laughs> they have toilets and electricity. Toilets But do they, did they renovate the rooms? Are they still about the same size? Is it still all separated? I mean, how, you know, that's kind of the yeah. questions I had. Mm-hmm. All right. So if we made you want to do some traveling, we have tons of traveling books. You betcha. And tour yeah. guides. And Travel and guides and resources online. Yep. And Pat and I would really love to talk to you about the trip you're taking if you have any questions. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we could talk about this forever. Forever. <laughs> Yeah. Don't forget to go to Mango Languages and Ooh, yeah. learn a new language before you go on your if trip you're to yes. go to a foreign Another land. Yeah. Yep. And then don't be offended if they say, "I speak English." <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would be offended. I would be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that in Italy. I worked yeah. so hard to try to say. I want that sandwich, uh, you know, I'd like one of those in, in Italian, saying all the right words. And then he just looked at me pityingly and said, let me get that for you. <laughs> in very clear, very distinct English. So, yeah. oh, well. That's funny. Don't be afraid to travel. Just, yeah. Just do it. Thanks right. for listening. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yep.